It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. So we're down to the business end of Toihi Basketball Aotearoa's inaugural season. The final four begins with two semifinals taking place this Friday night in Nelson starting at 6pm. First up is the top seed Northern Kahu taking on the Fi. Then the red hot Toko Manawa Queens look to keep their winning streak alive when they play the mainland Poakai. It's my pleasure to welcome back to SNZ Mornings head coach of the mainland Poakai, Tully Bevilacqua. Tully, how are you? Logan, I am doing great. Um, just pretty super excited and pumped to, to get these playoffs underway. Yeah, I mean, big weekend. Uh, big, yeah, big weekend, of course. Uh, the Nelson region has been battling the elements recently. What's the week been like uh, for you and the team where some of the players call Nelson home? Well, the poor Kai, we arrived um, yesterday and we had a, as soon as we stepped off the plane, we went straight to practice, got that out the way, and then we got involved in the community and our players got dispersed to some of the schools, uh, the primary schools around here and uh, ran some clinics for the kids. Um, and so we just try to get out in the community and just kind of raise the spirits a little bit through basketball. Yeah, I, I saw that on the news uh, last night. That's pretty cool that you get to do stuff like that. What do you think, um, you know, your players took away from that opportunity heading into the semifinal against the Toko Manawa Queens? Well, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you remember when you were a kid and you remember having players come and do clinics for you and how excited you were. And so, you know, it's that element of giving back now that you're in this position to do the same. And so I think they really, the the players did a tremendous job and, you know, it's it's very humbling. um, And, you know, they have to understand that they are role models now and what they do, these young ones are watching and trying to emulate. So, use that, I guess, power is kind of a word or your profile um, to do good. Um, so, no, they, 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 were, they did a great job and the energy levels were as we had hoped. The, the catchment area there for the Powakai sort of encompasses that Nelson area down to uh, Canterbury and Christchurch. What kind of mm-hmm. interest have you seen in women's basketball during the season? Well, the, the interest has been phenomenal. Like, um, you know, when I first arrived here, you know, I was kind of given a snapshot of where Buffalo was and, and that the the interest is starting to, to rise again for women's basketball. And so, you know, this I, I feel like has just elevated it because it's been on TV and the, um, the level of play has just been phenomenal. And that's really piqued the interest of a lot of people and their players throughout the whole season have been going to school um, throughout Monday to Friday when we can and, and doing and running clinics there. And so we have seen that transition from that to then 
young, these young players coming to watch our game. Uh, we've held uh, junior clinics and we've had girls-only camps, which I believe hasn't happened um, before. And so that's a step in the right direction and the numbers are, are, are growing there. So it's, it's been a trickle-down effect by the introduction of this of this new league here in New Zealand. And, you know, the it's just only going to get better. Yeah. Uh, I know one thing I've seen you do during the season is you're running a drive to donate tickets, uh, you know, to women's groups and, you know, young, to get more young females going along to the games. What kind mm-hmm. of reception uh, did that initiative have? Uh, it was nothing but positive. You know, and what was great also is that we had the Rams get on board as well with that initiative and that drive. And so, you know, the feedback was, was just awesome. And, you know, I had um, friends uh, from the United States who were also purchasing tickets and then allowing us to give out to those in the community that have never either been to a basketball game or just, you know, financially um, able to, you know, use those extra dollars to go to a game. You know, we brought them to the game. And, you know, just, just to give them a little bit of um, time to just, you know, enjoy themselves, take their minds off what's going on in their own personal lives and, and just have fun. And, um, you know, I really feel like we had a positive impact in the community because of that. Uh, before we get to the game, the semifinal, overall, how would you define, you know, the inaugural season of the Toehi? Like, you know, some critics might say, you know, there's the whole thing that no one watches women's sport, which is a complete cop-out. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, such a, that's an old line now that, you know, it's so boring when you hear that. Um, oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you, do you think this league is proving those doubters wrong? Oh, for sure. I mean... You know, at the end of the day, you've got to give the league time to grow. I mean, this is its first year. I mean, when let's just go back to when men's NBL started. It took time for the product to grow. So we're only just in the first year here. And it has been, to me, it's been a success. So they've, they've laid the foundations now for it to only get bigger and better going forward. But, you know, people just have to understand it, it, it with anything that you start up, it takes time, and uh, I feel that if that investment is there and, and it's given the time to um, to grow, um, you will see the fruits of that down the track. One thing I was I was really curious about, Tully, is you know we've got the New Zealand Breakers in the AMBL uh, with the quality of players that you've seen and coached this season in the Toihi. Could you picture like a New Zealand franchise in the Aussie WNBL someday? Well, they used to back in the day, and um, I was actually playing for the Canberra Capitals when there was the Sirens, who played one season in the WNBL, the Australian WNBL. Um, I don't know why it only was one season. That you know, I wasn't involved, obviously, with basketball over here um, to understand why. But um, you, you never know, and that's the growth of the sport from you know continuing to grow this this competition here, and then those things can possibly be entertained down the track. Um, but, um, you know, never say never because it, it, it only is just going to give the local players that opportunity to play all year round. It's going to make the national team stronger. Um, they want to elevate their, um, status in world basketball. Um, and this is all a part of that. It actually leads quite nicely into another uh, question I had because the FIBA Women's Basketball World Cup uh, next month in Australia and Sydney, mm-hmm. uh, the tall ferns aren't there, but you know, from what you've seen, how far away do you think New Zealand women's basketball is from competing at that level again? Uh, you know what? 
they're not that far away, and I feel like all teams, uh, you know, obviously the USA, we're all everyone's chasing the USA. I mean, let's just put that out there. But I think everyone underneath are starting to get closer together because just you know, with that all year round training and stuff, is just making players better. Um, under Guy Malloy, who used to be my head coach uh, back when I played in Perth uh, with Perth Breakers with him, uh, an exceptional coach, and I think he's going to really help elevate um, the tall ferns um, to get to that next level and, you know, just liaising with him this year with, um, you know, tall fern squad members and, and kind of getting the feel of what he's trying to do. Um, I've no doubt that he's taking this program in the right direction. Now, looking ahead to your semi-final against the Queens, they're on a five-game winning streak to heat up at the right end of the season. As the Polkai head coach, how are you feeling uh, heading into this uh, semi-final, you know I'm feeling you know I'm feeling optimistic. Um, we've had two, we've had some road bumps along the way, um, getting to this point, just dealing with injuries and uh, losing players throughout the season. Um, but you know I've been everyone obviously has been kind of like focusing on Kahu and obviously them at the top of the table there, and you know they've had a couple of losses, but you know pretty much were um, undefeated for most of the season. Um, but, you know, I could see Queens just starting to gain that momentum. Um, and as you said, a five-game win streak, they're playing well together. They've got good chemistry. Um, so we have to come out tomorrow night and, and be very disruptive to take them out of their flow. But I'm really excited. My players are, you know, we feel like we've got something to prove. Um, and it's just going to come down to all the little things in games. It's like, you know, who's going to get to that loose ball? Who's going to box out, get that defensive rebound? Or who's going to make deflections that then result in your teammate picking the ball up for a steal? You know, it's, it's just all those little things, the intangibles that don't get on the stat sheet that's going to make the big difference tomorrow night. Speaking of the stat sheet, though, your team does have some of the sharp, uh, sharpest shooting percentages in the league mm-hmm. with uh, Trinity Baptiste leading that way uh, with points per game. What happens if, say, the shooting goes cold in an elimination game like that? How can you get that back and turn the tide? Well, first of all, defense. <laughs> you know, if, if the ball's not going in our, down our end, we got to stop it from uh, going in down the other end. So, you know, I've been hopping on defense wins. I'm old school, all right? So I'm still defense wins championship mentality. And it, it is true because if you can't score, then you've got to stop them from scoring. But, um, you know, we understand that Trinity is, getting a lot of defensive attention. So, you know, we've got to make good reads out of whether there's double teams, triple teams, um, and then somebody else has to be prepared to step up and take the shot when they're open. You know, not just rely on uh, one or two players. We've got to spread it around and be unselfish with the ball um, and just make the good reads and, and we'll be fine. Well, we did see from the Otago Nuggets that good defense can win championships. Exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's so what I'm how, living on. Yeah. So how, you know, do you think you've got the, the bodies there to win, say, you know, crucial battles like on the glass? We, yeah. Yes. If we do what we're supposed to do, you know, if we're putting a body and then going to get the ball, we do all those things. We definitely have, um, we'll put ourselves in a very good position. Um, to win the game, but you know we have to play for all forty minutes. It's probably been one of our downsides is that we haven't quite been able to finish out you know a game entirely, um, and so we need to focus on on being able to play a forty minute game tomorrow. 
one thing I've noticed there, they've got young Argentinian star Florencia Chagas there on the Queens. She was named the Youth Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Quite a weapon. Uh, <laughs> how do you combat a threat like that? Um, well, you know, I, I, I had a question uh, the other day, and it was in regards to, I think it was Tapia. And um, I said, with all five players, that's how we combat it. Because, you know, whilst it's, uh, one player is matching up on, on that particular opponent, um, it takes help defense to also um, restrict or kind of take away options for that offensive player. But Chagas has, has had a great season. Uh, you know, she's looking to throw that three-point shot up at every opportunity. She's open. Um, and so we have to be smart about sticking to our pick-and-roll schemes because she likes to play out of pick-and-rolls. And, um, but at the same time, you know, show respect to every, everybody else out there on the floor as well because they've got more than one player out there capable. So we were just trying to be disruptive um, and make her have to worry about us as well. Speaking with mainland Polokai head coach Tully Bevilacqua. Now, Tully, it's clear that defense is important to you as a coach as it was when you were playing as mm-hmm. well. Uh, almost at the end now of your first season with Polokai, do you feel like you've been able to you know, like leave your mark in terms of developing the Kiwi talent in the squad? Well, I hope so. <laughs> I um, I certainly hope so. You know, it's you know when you become a, a professional player and you have multiple coaches, you know, you've got to try and take something from everybody. And I hope that I've been able to give them something to kind of grab onto and um, implement it um, in some way that will stick with them. And I feel like you know we've made inroads in certain areas with with every single player. Um, and you know, it just doesn't stop there. You know, I'm available even though I'm not going to be here um, in the off-season, you know, email or phone call or, or whatever way to continue that process as well because, um, you know, you just got to every day go out there and work on something um, to get better. You can't stay where you are because everybody else is getting better, so you have to get better as well. And I'll be definitely here kind of enforcing that with my players once we uh, all say our goodbyes here in the next few days. I've spoken like a true coach. Uh, your your good friend, the GOAT, Lauren Jackson, is going to be playing yeah. in the Aussie WNBL there for the Southside Flyers. What do you think that says to you about the level of competition that's available now for women's basketball in this part of the world? Oh, it, it just tells me it's, there's that elevation. Uh, but going back to Lauren, I mean, what an amazing story. I mean, I knew she was wanting to get back on the court. She had some unfinished business. And, you know, injuries kind of forced her into retirement early. And, you know, she went away. She had a, a couple of kids and she just was in a great place. And, um, you know, I mean, she's so talented. I mean, that, that part of the game never goes away. But uh, I'm just so proud and, uh, and amazed at what she's achieving right now. But, you know, basketball is just, just getting better and better across the world. And, you know, as you said, we spoke about, you know, who's watching basketball. A lot of people are watching basketball. Um, and the more you put it out there on the TV for people to see that's what's going to connect everyone to the sport is, you know, they see these players on a consistent basis. They start to find they've got favorite players they want to follow. And that's what it's all about. You know, and for the youth, it's like, if you can see it, you can be it. And that's going to raise the number of young girls wanting to stay in the sport or become one of the poor Kai or, or the Kahu or the Queens or wherever you're located. Um, it's all just, uh, yeah, going to be good for the game. As I say, as a girl dad, representation matters. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Now, just just lastly, what's next for Tully after the uh, finals in Toihi? Well, I do head back to the the US, which is where I'm based um, in Indiana, and so I go back to being a mum myself. Um, I have two kids, eleven and nine year old, who have started back at school, so I go straight back into that role. But I do commentary um, with some college games and high school games, so I will put on my other cap and and uh, get behind the microphone there. And uh, I'm very closely, you know, linked with the Indiana Fever and, and the Pacers. So um, I'm intending to actually go down and spend a bit of time, um, hopefully uh, watching a lot of the uh, Pacers practices and games um, as well during the winter in America. Love it. Tully Bivalakwa, thank you so much for your time here on SCNZ. Good luck for the semifinals. Thank you, Logan, and appreciate all the support you give, uh, give this league. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.